Welcome guys to the MMOs.com podcast. This is episode 86 and this is Altai joined this week by... Omer. Alright, that's just me I guess. Oh, Gumball, my mic was muted. Oh, Sorry, guys. Oh, oh, God. God. I was last, so I'm not to blame. Right. Uh, Shirelia and Shirelia. We've been on a good not, roll for a while. It's not too late to restart, boys. <laughs> let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I, I think it has character. It, has it character. does. I like it. All right. I mean... <laughs> that was on the script, right? I was supposed to mute my mic and then mess of it course, up for everyone. Of course. These are always scripted. I mean, everything is scripted over here, right? Well, I, before, I, I before, before, yeah. I saw the green circle around Gumby, and I'm like, oh, God, what went wrong? <laughs> Redo, restart. No, I'm kidding. All right, and with that, let's throw it right to the weekly raid before we get too uh, distracted with okay. this. Okay, this week is, uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of a fun topic here. We're talking about betas. When is one, when, do, when does a game have one beta too many? And this really comes from Revelation Online's announcement of their third closed beta, Hopefully three is the lucky number, but there were rumors a while ago that there would be five, which is just kind of ridiculous. And I wonder, have we gone too far? Have these developers and publishers, have they gone too far with all these closed betas? I remember when Warhammer Online had their beta, there was only one, and it was for testing features. And after that, you know, it was one and done. Now we have closed beta, pre-alpha, alpha, but really I'm talking about when, when is it enough testing? And are these closed betas even closed betas, or are they just ways to generate hype to keep laying down tracks for the train to keep going so go ahead take the round table here who wants to take it away first all right so uh too many closed betas is when you get to the point that albion online is at right now what are they at what's their count i don't know but it's gone on for too long i'm just gonna count every month as a different closed beta they've had 12 all right oh Let's my just... god <laughs> wow holy crap dude Matt, by the way i don't that... just mean closed betas i mean betas well, maybe we can throw this in, but I really mean betas because beta as a as a Public, term, yeah. uh, it designates yeah. something where uh, almost the game is almost future complete and it's just kind of working out the kinks. And I mean, mm -hmm. the word is not really used properly, but. And uh, as far as revelation goes, I'm not sure yet. Um, well, we know that the first closed beta was definitely there to test things because it wasn't even in English. The second closed beta was not entirely in English, so they're still working on it. It might just be that all they're doing is that they're trying to keep people interested while they work on it, and now they're adding 20 more levels of like content with the new closed beta. So, I mean, maybe it is just a hype thing, but it's not like a hype thing like, oh, it's done already, and they're trying to generate hype and keep leading people on forever because the best thing to do would just be to launch it at that point because, I mean, I, I doubt a lot of these people are still buying Founders Packs by the third closed beta, but um, they're actually adding content to this one, and I guess that what they're doing is they're just keeping people interested while they work on actually making the game work and actually have it in English. But, I mean, again, at some point, uh, isn't, like, we have a term, like, closed beta is not to, to add new content. It's, like, to just a final checkup, basically. Like, I, I remember games like, uh, I was in the original... Uh, some closed betas way back when and it were basically just to make sure the server's working maybe the translations are all there it's <laughs> yeah. not to add content you know that seems like that seems like a development cycle like phase not not the uh you know testing phase well i mean th this is their localization development phase i think the thing is though they're trying to keep people interested during it man rather than make them wait in ages without word of what they're doing kind of like bless and soul worker are doing right now 
what was the what was the count for Revelation? I know they did close beta two, and did this how many how many beta rounds did they say they would do? Five. Okay, five rounds of beta. Testing. Okay, I just want to point out, I was looking for that. I, I can't find where they said that, and if they did say, it seems like they've kept it quiet. That may be true. I mean, closed beta three is kind of pointing that way. But um, <laughs> so, so wait, when they're calling them different betas, are they actually shutting it down? So it's like they have the beta period yeah. and then they shut it. Down. Yeah. They shut it down for a month at a time sometimes. <laughs> yes, I'm I have like, a game. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I have a game that I think abuses this more so than Revelation. And dare I say, even Albion Online. All right. Please. Uh, and, this, this, and this is, look at this. This is the their email I got a while ago for Sky Saga. It's the game's alpha number nine. They've oh had nine rounds of alpha testing. And it's not even like one of those close, like, Real alphas where you need a key to get in. Like everyone got in, right? If you want to play the game, you get in. And they're on alpha nine. They're not even on closed beta yet. All right. Like, okay. At this point, it's insane. Sky Saga, though, I think it's a version number. Alpha version nine is what I think that what they mean by that. No, you can't interchange developer terms with like. Come on. This because like it doesn't shut down either. It's just whenever they put out an update, they say alpha eight, alpha nine. It's a version number. It's still not acceptable. I remember this being one of the first games we played, like like, like over a year ago, and it's not out yet. Like, no, Matt, before you start defending them, it very clearly says on the the page, the Sky Saga Infinite Isles Alpha Test is not yet available globally. They're calling it an alpha test, so it's not like they're on alpha number nine and that's the version number. That's just wrong. They're they're calling these real alphas, all right? If you scroll to the bottom of the the link. In the the chat, you can, it's just insane. They're on alpha number nine, and as you said, they're not even turning the games off in between them. Like, come on! At a certain point, just release the damn game. It's already like, it's pretty playable. I don't know what they're waiting for, honestly. Wasn't mm-hmm. it published by Smilegate? Maybe they're still working on getting all the uh, international versions lined up before they publish it. I Are guess. They? I mean, they wait for something. I don't know who's making this. I don't think it's maybe published by Smilegate. Oh, okay. You know what's sad about this though is like hmm. when they keep doing this like extended like beta or whatever. It's like when you first hear about the game, you get really hyped about it. You see mm-hmm. the game and you're like, "Wow, this is a really exciting game." And when they keep dragging on like the alphas and the like the betas, you're just like, "I don't care anymore." Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that's how I feel about it. Like like when you guys are like, "Oh, Albion Online," I was like when I first saw Albion, I was like, "Oh, that's like pretty interesting game, right?" And now mm-hmm. that they're in like you know closed beta, whatever, like I still don't want to play it because it's like. Not out yet, and not out yet. I don't. Yeah, and it's like it's like I'm like, oh yeah, that game that's been out forever. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. there is a marketing reason they do this. Clearly, I know uh, Des pointed out in our chat. I mean, they're trying to keep hype going, and I do think if they if they juggle it correctly at the number of closed betas, alphas, you know, it it can generate a lot of buzz, and it can be a really good business decision. But when you drag it out too long, there's obviously I think a consequence. People lose interest in the game. I mean, right. I'm, I'm the kind of player who's just not going to play until it's fully out, or an, an open beta, rather, right? Yeah. I might I might dabble in the closed beta just to see what it is, but I have no intention of getting max level in closed beta because I'm going to get wiped. And if the game just drags on, I'm not going to... I'm going to lose interest. Other stuff is, you know, grabbing my attention. At a certain point, it gets silly. I think two closed betas is the absolute max for me in terms of, like, what I would do if I was running a game or, like, my advice is, like, two is <laughs> two closed betas and you're done. Get the open beta. Boom, boom, boom. You know, if they're gonna run like this many betas, though, like a way to do it is to just limit it. Like if you, like, open the floodgates and just like you know any any sucker can get in, then it's kind of like there's nothing special about it. But yeah, there's like it's... a sense there's like a sense of like of like wonder and like it's it's just a sense of like like 
accomplishment almost to like get into these beds be like i'm a you remember when that used to mean something to be like mm -hmm. i'm a i was a beta tester like it means a big deal it was a big deal it did yeah it was valuable because not everybody got in like beta tests today there's nothing valuable about most beta tests like almost every mainstream mmo there's been nothing special about beta tests i mean everybody gets in the numbers yeah, are huge it's like it's like you just email them right it's like mm -hmm. hey mmo.com give us some keys they're like okay here's like a thousand keys or whatever you yeah know, it's, like, it, it's it's ridiculous like if if the betas were a lot more selective, it would it would keep like the hype because it would feel yes. like an exclusive club. Exactly. You know I mean? Yes. And like people exactly. people would be like, shit, I want to get in this beta. I want to get in this beta. Like, let me make fucking ten emails to get into this. Yes, beta, I, you know? I love doing that back in the day. <laughs> I also I just want to point out that I think that Sky Saga is also a bad example because I don't think they're ever gonna wipe progress. Oh, that's awful. Then why are they still calling it an alpha test then? That's retarded. I think it's just to manage expectations. They're like our game is so bad, we got to make sure no one knows it's actually out yet. <laughs> oh like, well, oh, by the way, your news is old. Uh, on their forums a few days ago, they actually announced uh, Alpha Ten. Wow! Uh, all right, Alpha Ten's coming out too, boys. So uh, your your Alpha your Alpha Nine information is old news. You know they're gonna you got to stay tuned on their YouTube page or their Twitter page for updates on uh, Alpha Ten coming out. So uh, yeah, there's that. You know what's funny? I, speaking about these exclusive betas, I distinctly remember when I was playing World of Warcraft, it was when Wildstar was first coming out, right? And it was a beta testing phase. And I, I do think that game had a lot of hype when it launched, right? And I think they handled like the beta aspect pretty well. You know, you can say what you want about the actual game, but the press of building hype was real. People were looking for an alternative to WoW, and they probably still are today. But I was looking at uh, people trying to buy and sell Wildstar access accounts. In fact, just take a look at this right now. I dropped in the podcast chat. Somebody was actually posted on a on a forum. I want want to buy Wildstar beta access. I'm paying two hundred and fifty dollars. I can go <laughs> I can go up to three hundred dollars if you're like a well known guy, right? He was offering to pay three hundred dollars to get into the beta. But nowadays, any MMORPG you play, Revelation, no matter what's coming out, it's not going to have this kind of hype because hey, the fact that like it was so exclusive meant people were interested. You know, it's almost like I, I know we talked about you know. Kickstarter games and stuff like when development actually launches, the hype kind of dies. They want us to tell the sizzle, not the steak, and they, they can do the sizzle when not everyone can play the game. The moment everyone can play the game, the sizzle is kind of gone. It's just all you left is the steak, and you better pray your steak is good. You know, dude, it's like it's like the it's like you know, look, look, you can look, but you can't touch. You know that 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 gets people. Yes, you know, that, you know? <laughs> that gets that gets the the going. You know, do you guys remember when or other betas? things? I guess if you're you guys remember when betas actually had this uh, prompt uh, window in game for your feedback? Like they don't yeah. even they don't even bother pretending it's a real beta where like they're looking for feedback anymore because they know it's just like you know promotions and nonsense. <laughs> like I get you, you can you can at least appreciate the fact that they're looking for player feedback, you know. And even if the, honestly, even if a game is not looking for player feedback, just put the goddamn prompt in there. It makes people feel like they're contributing, and like that's. It seems like so many developers don't even care about player feedback anymore, you know? It's like that's probably the most important thing and they should gather gather as much information as they can even if they don't use it, right? Find out where the pressure points are, what people like and they don't dislike and at least get something useful out of it, but too bad they don't care anymore. You know the only thing I can think of is maybe they they want a lot of people to stress test or something, but like I feel like there's better ways to do that. Mhm. Mm like to than having just all these people online, like anyone, non-exclusive. Well, I don't have a problem with that. It's just when it goes beyond stress testing, you know, like Blade and Soul was already out for a couple of years before it came to the West and they had a closed beta, right? 
But I can understand that because they're, they're also trying to gauge interest, how much infrastructure they need, I guess, because it's hard to gauge how popular something's going to be until it mm -hmm. releases, right? So I get that. But when it goes closed beta 1, closed beta 2, closed beta 3, at some point, at, at some point, you cross a line. It's no longer about testing features. It's just about keeping it going. But you need, I mean, closed betas do serve a purpose. There is, there, there is a reason for them. They shouldn't. And I think the problem is they've been abused beyond that purpose. And, for, and what happens when you do that is it, it renders the term meaningless. And by the way, when I brought this question up, I don't mean like indie projects that need continued funding to yeah. survive. I really meant studios that are established, that have funding, they have a budget, uh, and they can they can make the game like a revelation. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen out right. of all this. I feel like the term's going to be meaningless. It's just going to be called uh, early access for everything. All right, Gumby, I have a question for you on the roundtable related to Revelation's beta process. Revelation, the CEO of, uh, of my.com calls Gumby, right? He's got you on the phone right now, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, he's on his desk, feet on the table. Gumby, we need your advice. Should we do another round of closed beta? Should we just turn closed beta 3 into open beta? Or should we do another round of closed beta testing? And they say we did they, they, exactly what they have today. What do you tell them, Gumby? I actually didn't play much of closed beta 2, so I'm not sure. So if I were to gauge it based on closed beta 1, though, I would no, say... Closed beta 2. No, closed beta but beta I didn't two. play closed beta 2. So I don't, know what closed, I don't know what the state of closed beta he, 2 was. He tells you we got, we got the translation just like 90% done, assuming that's true. No, you're on, you're on the spot here. I think they have, they have to fix... They have to go Gumby, back Gumby, to Alpha Gumby, and fucking... He hangs up. He hangs up. You, you didn't give me a yes or no answer. He, call, he hangs up. He calls Erhan. Erhan, do we, do we get the game out? Okay. Is your game playable? Yes. Open beta. Done. All right, Matt, your turn. That's fair. Based on uh, what I heard about closed beta 2 not being fully translated, definitely another round of closed beta. All right. Matt says no. Shoo. Knowing very little about the game, closed beta, another round of closed beta testing, or just go hella open beta? What do you think? Um, I mean... It's a yes or no answer. Boom, boom, boom. I'll pass. <laughs> all, right, all right. He hangs up on you, too. All right. He calls me. I say, I agree with my brother. I say, it's playable at its current state. Everything can be fixed later on, you know? They're already selling. Like, you can't, like, hide behind the closed beta mantle when you're selling these founders packs and all this stuff already. Like, the game is out for all practical purposes. Just get it out in open beta and fix all the problems in a live environment where the pressure is even higher, you know? And the more people are playing the game, and it's only going to force you to do better anyway. If, if you're giving away keys for your closed beta in a giveaway style, like indiscriminately, right? Randomly? Indiscriminately, yeah. That means your game is open beta. Anything else beyond that is just you're just doing promotion and like marketing. Because a real closed beta or alpha is aimed at you know either professional testers or like the super hardcore like database of players from previous uh and friends and family, you know, that's yeah, that yeah kind friends of and family of, of the you know the team. So if your game if you're giving away keys on random sites, including MMOs.com, stay tuned for more giveaways. <laughs> your game is an open beta. Whatever you want to call it, if you want to wipe it or not wipe it, or whatever you want to do, or charge for it or whatever, it's an open beta. That's I, th I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And I think somebody brought up a good point. Betas these days seem to be just code for we know our game sucks, mate, but please uh, you know, don't hate us. Pretty much. <laughs> Early access, it's like it's, it's yeah. just an early access for like forever, just to be like, well, you got not really hit on this because it's early access. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> You've not been in that state forever. One last thing I want to touch on: I, I, I'm wacko in our chat. He he pointed out that Overwatch also also had a pretty exclusive beta period where friends and families were allowed, but the public beta was super super limited to the point where uh, beta accounts for Overwatch would sell for twelve hundred dollars. Wow. We had a, we, we had a friend that leased his account on it like a daily basis for like thirty bucks. 
you want to play Overwatch beta? Pay me 30 bucks a day, you know? Like, it cool. became so valuable, you know? But that drives wow. hype. People are like, holy shit, that game is awesome. I want to play. But when you can't play a game that you want to play and you're interested in it, that is like the peak of hype, you know? But when you can play it, there goes the hype. And games I, need to have that at launch. It's not about hype. No, no, no. I think the, the Overwatch was like, Blizzard was actually being professional. So that they too. actually restricted to, to people who could be helpful to them during their uh, testing. And then, you know, some of those people decided to, you know, profit or sell on the side. But that wasn't, the hype was not the reason that over, uh, Blizzard did that. It was actually to be a professional game developer. Yeah, but even, even you know, unintentionally, it, it just built up more yeah. hype. Yeah, it could be I a mean, consequence. Like... And, you know, obviously, uh, a good game, you know, builds hype. Just mm-hmm. being a good game. Yeah, that's because it's like I, I just can't get excited for any games now because it's like it's like early access for like a year before it comes out. Well, a year is being very you know a year it would be nice. I would I would take a year. <laughs> it's more like all right. Here's a here's a pop quiz round table. Last thing before we move on, hopefully, uh, Sky Saga. When was it first playable? In more or less its current state. You know, I'm not talking like tech demo. I'm talking like you know. 2014. All right, yep, Matt got it. 2014. Yeah. So we're three years away now, and and we're still in Alpha 10. <laughs> That's we're, nuts. We're not in beta yet. We're not in closed beta yet. We're in Alpha. It's terrible. See, but it's it's, it's like I said, like everyone's going to play it, and everyone's going to be like, okay, there's nothing to see here, and then life is dead. Yeah, Sky Skaga is definitely inspired by Minecraft, right? It looks mm-hmm. like. I bet you, and I don't know this, I bet you the whole development cycle from idea to shipped product took less time than it's taking Sky Skaga to be an alpha. Probably. <laughs> it's sad, but probably. <laughs> That's nuts. I mean, Sky Skaga, I think it has potential too. It's just, it's, it's a perpetual alpha, unfortunately. And we, forget, even Warframe today, people are still saying Warframe <laughs> is still in beta, right? And it's, it's so nuts. How do you call a game like Warframe that's continually adding all this content like still a beta? It's so unfair to call that a beta. I mean, open beta is fine. Because even, but, even Gmail. Remember Gmail, guys? It was like an open beta for how long? But the term open beta is kind of cringy, too. Like, come on. Like, you can technically be an open beta forever, right? Yeah. Like, why not? There's no reason not to. The second you take away the beta tag, you open your door to criticism. But if you say, oh, we're still an open beta, herpa derpa, you know, it's just trying to dodge criticism. And it's really, that's unfair, too. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think as many people actually say we're at, we're still in open beta and dodge it's criticism the way that you're saying that. But why is Warframe still in beta today? I, I don't think it's fair to call that a beta game. If it's open to everyone, okay, at that point, yes. I don't care what they call it, right? But but mm-hmm. a closed beta, usually you still need either keys or there's, there's like a chance of a wipe. There's yeah. still the, and they clearly are pushing the concept that it's still under development testing. So what Matt was saying, they're they're using that label as an excuse. Not many people use the open beta I, label as an excuse anymore. I didn't say anybody used the label as an excuse, but anyways. Well, yeah. it's a testing thing. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's jump topics uh, to what we played this week. I think we can all tell uh, some fun stories about our, our Sunday fun day game, which was uh, Street Warriors Online. We were Street for Street Warriors this last weekend. So a quick recap of what we thought about that quality, quality fighting game. Oh, it was shit. Uh, it's on Steam, and uh, it, it reminded me that Steam needs to curate their titles. And uh, speaking of early access and unpolished, I mean, that one pretty much epitomizes it. But I imagine it was a project done by one or two people. I think we, could we agree <laughs> on that? This wasn't like a, a team sitting in an office. This was like a guy that downloaded uh, 
some engine software? It might be more than one or two. I mean, I, three. I, I, all right, I'm know. sorry, three people. Okay, but three or four. Three point five. We'll settle three point five. All right. It was. I have to say, it was probably one of the funniest Sunday fun days we've had. If you if you want to have a good laugh, you're bored. You have some friends over or something. Just play a little bit of Street Warriors online, and uh, you get a nice chuckle. Dude, I just looked at the the beginning of the video. Dude, that girl. <laughs> Quality hot girl, my right? Character. My character. Ten out of ten. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You gotta really show off that uh, AI gameplay we had. So yeah, essentially, there's, there's yeah, some supernatural there's... elements in this game. We were actually fighting ghosts during our first round. So uh, here we're showing that. So basically, as soon as we start, because we couldn't find an actual game to play against opponents, so we queued up against AI, and all the AI were invisible on our screen. Like literally, they were all invisible. And we were punching ghosts for like the first like ten minutes of that game. It was just it was nonstop buggy and silly. It was, I don't know. It, I think it brings up a discussion about curation <laughs> on Steam, maybe. This looks like locked locked in a mental hospital of a game. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I would not curse, uh, you know, people to play this in mental hospitals. This is this is a terror. Dude, it looks like it because like it, it's like a bunch of kids in the courtyard just like slapping the air and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond beyond this I mean, game, look at, I mean, yeah. Look yeah, at fifteen twenty four. Look at look at fifteen twenty four in that video. <laughs> Just like look at it, like look at what's it's, happening there. <laughs> Believe it's me, we pretty, were there, Shu. Hmm. It's pretty hard to feel like a whole lot of effort was put into this game when the combat system consists of building combos of moves that you uh, can upgrade, but that's about it. And then mm -hmm. you just put them on either the left click, which is punch, or right click, which is kick, and then you just do that combo by holding the button. I mean, the combat system literally has basically nothing to it. Well, Matt, we got two buttons, all right? Two buttons is a lot of buttons. It's more than one button, all right? You ha but you have like twenty different moves. <gasps> but it's all on two buttons. That's it. <laughs> and it's a predetermined thing that you set up. So I just I, I didn't. Yeah. I think it was trying. I think oh, there's there's a few other brawler games on Steam. Maybe like Lost Saga. Maybe like Zone Four, and maybe Rumble Fighter. And like, at least those games that had like more combos and things. You had more influence. Like it was more than two buttons. You know. Right, technically, there's three buttons because you have a block, right? So you have a block, a left click, and a right click. That's it. So at least those other games had a little bit more substance to them. But yeah, that, this is this was a no go. Don't, I mean, if you want, if you want to have fun, I say check it out for like 30 minutes to an hour. Like it's just fun to play a Duke game sometimes. But if you look for a serious game, <laughs> Street Warriors Online is definitely a pass. Well, uh, did you guys play any serious games this week? Now that we've gotten that out of the way, <laughs> serious um, gaming. Yeah. Well, serious as in not garbage. Did you play anything that doesn't qualify for the trash bin? Uh, well, uh, I played a shit ton of Moonlight Blade. I'm up to level wow. 23. I played like uh, six hours in one night. Wow. How are you so, liking it so far, Matt? I'm liking it. Uh, the lag is killing some of the combat because right now it's it's not that it's lagging. It's that the lag is inconsistent. So like you'll jump around because it's inconsistent rather than just like be smooth but like delayed. So. It's a little it's a little annoying at times when you're walking around and the the game is literally taking your your movement and sending mm -hmm. it to the server and sending it to the other client because like Kat and I were playing together and I was watching her move around but she couldn't attack for a while and then the same thing would happen to me and I'm just sitting there like why <laughs> does this happen what is going on so um I might end up playing it with a VPN or sort of like ping booster just to see if it'll stabilize it but. Other than that, I'm really enjoying it. I like the whole Wuxia atmosphere, even if I can't understand any of the story at all. And I'm liking the combat system and the fact that I can play as a drunken fist character, basically. I mean, again, yeah, the game looks gorgeous. Uh, quick uh, 
you know, uh, for you guys that want to play Moonlight Blade, we're actually doing a Sunday Funday, uh, um, Friday Grind Day video for it this week. But uh, you can you can play it right now. There is a guide on MMOs.com how to install and play Moonlight Blade on the, the Chinese version of the game today. It was actually just updated. So everything in the guide should be good, and you should be able to get into the game right away if you're interested in playing it. Well, I, I do want to point out yeah. real quick before, uh, there is one issue with the guide. When you click into the guide, you have to make a QQ account. And some people, and you have to use your cell phone number uh, to make the account, and there's really no issue with it. Some people have not been able to get past that part of the process for some reason, and I don't know a workaround yet, and it seems like no one does. So you can I buy didn't an have an account. issue. You could buy an account, but if for free, uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's a workaround as of yet. But as long as your phone number has never been used before, it should work, although there have been reported issues. So be forewarned. This, this, from the, the trailer here looks kind of cool. Like, there's a... The, the, the flying and jumping looks kind of like in the trailer, kind of looks like uh, Blaine's Soul. But I'm curious, can you like, actually like slash kiss people? Because like in the earlier in the trailer, there was like that little like deep scene of like love, or was that like just uh, like I a think that's story? Ah, come on. Do any games actually let you like kiss people like that with a slash kiss? It would really up the cybering game a lot. Come on, guys. The ERPs would make a lot of money. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, what, what game? Is this most like you think? Is the combat? It's supposed to be action oriented. So are we talking like Black Desert? Are we talking um, more like a mix compare, of both? If I had to compare it to something, it is the closest thing I've seen to a Dynasty Warriors MMO that's not an actual Dynasty Warriors MMO. Really? Yeah, you, you go around like most of your attacks are like AOEs, and mm -hmm. it's either like a straight line or like an arc around you. Even my basic is like an arc AOE, and you just hit like a bunch of enemies at once and beat the crap out of them. Does the um like a mob? Uh, density feel like an action RPG like Diablo or like Mu? Uh, no, it, it feels like Dynasty Warriors. It's it's hard to describe without you know. Well, I mean, what from Dynasty what I remember, Wars Dynasty like. Warriors, it was like you were fighting like twelve guys at a time. Yeah, and that's kind of what it's oh, like okay. at time. Okay, yeah. So it's pretty dense. It's Is pretty this the game where you could play as like a, a little kid? Not yet. Only oh, in the Korean version. Only the Korean version. Sign me up when that comes out. Sign me up like now. <laughs> It was, it was clearly a feature the Koreans requested, all right, to be able to create a lolly character. It was. I'm serious. I'll play it. If, if it has so, I'll again, like, it. it's, not, it's not just the guys that want to play the lolly characters, okay? She, was, she loves playing play lolly it. characters in games. I will play it right now. Whoa, whoa this like uh, this uh, umbrella thing is pretty crazy in this uh, trailer. Mm -hmm. One thing that uh, Sean's pointed out, though, in the past is that one of the things about this game is that it's not really high fantasy. It's very low fantasy, and you're mostly going to be beating up, like, humanoids and, like, humans, not humanoids, humans. And, like, at the at the worst, you're going to be beating up, like, big-ass humans. But even, like, the bosses that are really high in, like, DPS and have the whole, like, telegraph thing going on, I have this ability where I can literally pick them up, spin them around, throw them back on the ground, and it deals AoE damage. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. Awesome. And actually, just, just seeing, like, in the trailer earlier, uh, there's like, it looks like there's two-player mounts, at least on the, the trailer. And these minor things in MMOs, I feel like they really enhance experience. Like, two-player mounts is such, like, a simple thing, but I feel like it makes the world just feel more, like, connected and interactive. And personally, those little details can really make a game for me if they have enough, like, little details like that they can build up. Or is, it that, is that just me? Am I the only one that still, like, likes those little things? I, I, I like two-player mounts. You know, I bought one for mommy just so that I don't have to drive. The, I don't have to drive the truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. 
but yeah, it, it adds a lot. I agree. Is there any uh, word on a U.S. release for this game or Western release? Or are we still? Yeah, on... it's gonna happen, but okay. we don't know when. Yeah, sometime. Sometime. Sometime eventually. Yeah. Sometime this like, year. No, it's so I vague it. right now. It's so vague. All we know is that in an update trailer <laughs> for the game, on like one segment, they just kind of casually mentioned that it's gonna be coming to the West, right? It wasn't even announced like on their website or anything, right? It was like in a video, in a trailer somewhere. It was sent, it was a West release. It was like you know, event. It was in the cards basically. So we're talking like minimum end of the year, like apps. In my opinion, minimum end of the year. Did did they say that it's gonna journey to the West? Aha! That'd be huh? good. That'd be really good <laughs> for journey to the West came out to the West. <laughs> oh my! How did how did no one else think of that before this? <laughs> nice show. Pretty good. It's pretty good show. <laughs> you know, this looks pretty hype. These these trailers are kind of cool, but again, it, these are like choreographed in-game trailers. Well, I've been playing a much uh, older game than this. I've been playing Diablo 3. Uh, the that, that one event for the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. uh, kind of got me um, kind of got, got me to try the game again. And while I know a lot of people have been complaining about it, it you know, it's too short, yada yada. You know, at some point you got to realize it's a 5-year-old game, you know. Uh, so the fact that they added some new content, it's it's fine. It's fun. Um it didn't take me long to beat it, maybe 20, 30 minutes. But after That's it, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Wasn't it supposed thing. to be like more of a big thing? Uh, I think expectations were kind of pumped up. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Here's my main point. It got me to try the game again, right? So mm-hmm. after I beat it, I kept playing. I did the other stuff, like the riffs, greater riffs, you know. And it's, it's a mm-hmm. solid game. It actually feels a lot smoother than it did when I first played it, you know, five years ago. And they must have patched it, you know, quite a bit because it felt smooth. It looked better than it did five years ago. So uh, I w- overall, if you can get it on sale for like you know twenty bucks or something with the expansion, it's definitely worth a play uh, for some good old fashioned mindless uh, dungeon crawling. I mean, how many hours do you have on Diablo Three? Because I think you told me the other day, and I'm, I was surprised because I, I don't remember you playing the game that long. But you said you got like a shit ton of. I have over hundred hours on my wizard. Uh, wow. Yeah. What's your wizard's name again? I remember it was pretty cringy. My name, right, the name of my wizard is Wizard. Because I was, wow. ca- all right, here's the story. I was camping, uh, the Diablo 3 launch. Um, and I thought the character names would be unique. Because, you know, in a lot of games, they are. So I was, um, I was there at midnight, you know, when it was launching. I bought, pre-ordered all that. I kept trying to log in, enter, 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 enter. As, and so the servers, as soon as they go up, I, I get in. So I got in. I named my wizard Wizard because I couldn't think. I was thinking Merlin, but that's kind of gay. But so was Wizard. But yeah, it's but I gay. wanted to play. I didn't want to think about it too much. So I just typed something I thought would be like cool, like Wizard. Yeah, I'll be the wizard named Wizard. But the names are not unique. It's it's by your account name or your Blizzard tag or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm stuck with a shitty name. <laughs> Do you plan nice. on uh, making Necromancer when that comes out? You gotta buy it separately. Remember that Rise of the Necromancer uh, pack they called it. Uh no. I, I I've only played the Wizard. Um, so I have plenty of other classes to play first. I have no interest in buying or paying for a class. Oh man, it still bothers me to hear like that's the monetization model. They're going to be selling a class. That's so cringy. I hate it. I mean, obviously it takes a lot of work to do it, but still. It's kind of annoying. And no thanks. <laughs> have, I, have, any, have any of you played Diablo 3 here? I played a lot of Diablo 3. Uh, too much. I don't think I could go back and play. I was there the day it launched. I waited for those servers to come online. I played 12 hours straight. I must have hundreds of hours in that game. Uh, loved it while I played it, but I don't really have a desire to go back. And I was not motivated to return. Never I, played uh, I, I started Diablo 3 over a few times. Played the first hour and quit. 
<laughs> no, at least you tried it. Sure, what about you? Have you ever played Diablo 3? I um, was one of the testers for the BlizzCon version, and then I... Uh, that's, it, that's it. The only time I played. <laughs> did, 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 did it get high marks in your test? <laughs> it, was, it was when I was working at Blizzard, and then we had to test the build, and then I was mm-hmm. like... I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not enough cute lollies for you, all right? That's, that, yeah. I, I hope you left that in the report card, all right? That should have been like right at the top. Not enough should cute lollies. Uh, return for redevelopment. Get, get good. I mean, I don't know why I didn't, I didn't get into it. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those games that I think got too much hate, honestly. Uh, and, the, and the reaction didn't really match reality. Because, one, Blizzard actually improved it a lot over the years mm-hmm. by streamlining uh, stuff. But secondly, it sold really well. This is one of the, I think, the top 10 selling games of all time, Diablo 3. Wow. I, I mean, didn't know that. Even I was shocked when I read that. Uh, it sold, you know, I don't know the exact number. Maybe we can look it up here. Diablo 3, total sales. But, you know, it sold really well. Um, so, you know what? I'm actually not excited. I'm not surprised by that. Not I sur- would like to see, I want to see uh, how many of those sales, uh, the average number of hours that were put into the game. Because I think a lot of D2 players expected something different, and uh, they walked away disappointed. Are we talking mean or medium? Because I know people who do play, play like thousands of hours. Right, right, right. That's true. Yeah, medium would be better. Okay, I don't know. But Diablo 3 sold over 30 million copies. Damn. I didn't play any of them, really. Like, like seriously? Diablo 2 or 1? Nope. Well, you missed out. Hmm. Probably. I think uh, well, what I played this week is pretty pretty standard. Uh, I was playing Final Fantasy XIV uh, this week, as I usually do, and just a little minor thing just kind of came up, like kind of remind me of like a feature of most that I do like. I was actually just literally just slash sitting in my house in Final Fantasy, talking with like three people. Right, it was basically a chat room, right? And I was in Discord with everybody in that chat room anyway, right? So literally, the people I'm talking to are on Discord with me, but I was talking to them on Final Fantasy in my house, like on these chairs around this table, right? But like, there's something about that that just the that I feel like it's a bigger discussion about avatars almost. Like obviously we're all in Discord together, you know, we have each other on Skype. But when I see somebody in a game, like we're basically face to face. It's obviously not the same thing as face to face in real life, but I feel like it's a little more like personal when you when you see them in front of you. And I don't think you can capture that on a chat client. Or, I think so too. Or, or am I yeah. being retarded? No, I, I agree. Erhan, Gumby, Matt? Uh, it gives a face I, to a voice, so it, it does. I, I guess, I guess, it becomes more personalized. But I've been used sitting using VoIPs for you know years now. And me too. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know how much it adds because I've never. I don't. I don't do that. I got to be honest. I've never sat and talked. Really? No. Right. I feel like maybe I'm you're trying. Out. You're trying to hark back to an earlier time. Where I remember before VoIP, you know, when when things you know we before dual monitors, 56k modems. <laughs> uh, I used to log into MMORPGs and talk to people like my friends. They were my friends only in the game. I had no other mm-hmm. way to talk to them. So once in a while, we'd hang, you know, every day at like four, we'd all like meet up in this one like part of town. We'd just talk. We'd talk and we'd you know, adventure yeah. together. Uh, that, I think, went away and it's not coming back. You know, <laughs> with Facebook, with, you know, free high speed, you know, video uh, calls and stuff like that on Skype or whatever, Discord. Uh, you know, the, the whole location inside of virtual reality, like uh, in your house in Final Fantasy. You, is it really not, dead? Again, I, I sat there for like an for hour just different. like chilling and talking. It was fun. But, yeah, uh, I feel like it's like I, we're sharing like time in like a world. But you guys experienced it back then. That's why you kind of still have true. an attachment to it. I, I don't I, think people today do it. 
Well, I've played game like online games for ages now. I mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I've ever felt that it added anything to talk to people through text chat in the game. Even even when I played a lot of Link Realms, right? And Link mm-hmm. Realms has the text come up over your head. Like mm-hmm. it's not a chat bubble, but it's over the person's head. Mm-hmm. I never thought that particularly added anything. It was just the way that I communicated with them. That's it. Yeah, I think nostalgia on the part of uh, Omar and Chu. Possible. I mean, I, 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 I do. It's possible it's nostalgia. But well, again, those people were all on Discord with me. Literally every single one of those people I was chatting with were on Discord. And I, like, I could talk to them like I normally do. But for some reason, being in the same room on that little table and doing a little dance every once in a while, like doing funny most while we're talking, just really enhanced experience. Maybe I'm just being therapy and nostalgic. But I well, enjoyed it. Like for me, it's 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 actually completely different because uh, hanging out like that is it's like spending time in like another world together. It's like a different like a like a second life almost type of a thing. So it's a lot different like than than me just talking to somebody in Skype. At least for me, it, fe- it feels more like spending time together. I guess. I think Aaron's right though with the nostalgia thing. I think it's because we grew up playing these games too. I do but think new, is, is people who are new to the for. game. I specifically look yeah. for that when I play games. You know what I mean? But do you like, think, I people, but do you think new can't... players will do that? The younger, like people that are 17, 18 today, do they have the same feelings? I don't think. I, mean, I don't think so. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I, I think, not necessarily. I unfortunately, I don't know. I think if they're if they're looking for the same thing, you know, yeah. I don't necessarily think it's just a nostalgia thing. It's it's actually what I actively look for in like an MMO. For, you know, yeah, and, and like I said, it's that's not going to be everyone, right? A lot of people just mm-hmm. play MMOs just to play MMOs, but for me, it has like a deeper meaning, I guess. Like, a, a, a more, I, I mean, it, it, it's pretty nerdy and and lame, but it, nerd. Like, Look at this nerd like, playing video games. That's like that's like for me, it, it just it, it it means a lot more than just playing the game and chat. Yeah, that's that's what I did this week. Is it, is it my turn? Is it yeah, my sure. Turn? sure. <laughs> All right, I played. Uh, I actually streamed last night, and I played. Uh, what is it called? A little bit of that Overwatch. Uh, oh, the demo, demo first. No, 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 no. I played this game. Check it out. Check it out. All right, drop the link. It is called. Uh, I didn't change the thing. It's uh, the art of the I... deal. Or the deal. There you go. I forgot. The, oh, you for, you the forgot what you played. It is called. Holy crap! I like. I'm. I'm mind blanking right now. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm full baka right now. All right, she's going full baka right now. I is think this uh, a VR game. Oh, there. The art. The the art of fight is what I played. It's a VR. It's a VR like. Uh, I guess you could call it like a. MMO being called Counter Strike and MMO. Actually, uh, it doesn't have like weapon progression and stuff, but it's it's a VR VR shooter multiplayer. And I did a lot of uh, deathmatch last night. Mm-hmm. If you watch the video, you can see it's it's pretty neat. It has like some interesting locomotion and stuff. That's it. There's a lot of exercise because like you actually have to swing your arms and stuff to like move. You have to like pull the air. It's hard to explain. Well, you have to actually pull the air. You don't move by <laughs> using like a like a, no. a teleporter? No, you have to move. So <clears throat> so the way you move is um the best way to explain it is um you have the the start the, the top buttons on the Vive controllers and when you reach out and then you press it, it's like grabbing the air and then you pull it towards you and then you move in that direction. 
it's, it's really hard to explain. But so what happens is if you, you know, when you run and you swing your arms, yeah. If you do that and you time it perfectly, it'll actually run because it's like you're you're pulling the air, right? When you're running, that's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, so so that's a locomotion. So like, if you want to like go backwards, you you grab the air in front of you, push away, mm-hmm. and it'll go and it'll go backwards. And uh, has full like combat, like swords and like ops and stuff. And um, is it like and... guns and duel? Can you block bullets with your sword? <laughs> Come on, you you can. I think I, I saw people doing it, but the sword's <laughs> actually really good if you actually because um, you can parkour in this game. You can actually like climb onto ledges and stuff it's really hard for me because i'm so short mm-hmm. so it's like difficult it affects you in game you, you, you get gipped in it game does i can't wow. i can't climb stuff because like i can't reach high enough to like because what you do is you reach your hands up mm-hmm. and you grab the ledge and then you you pull yourself up and i, I can't i can't do it because I'm, I'm too it's pretty short. hilarious if like one day vr gaming gets so big that like having limited height actually is a big like negative like it'd be it can actually hurt your gameplay like if you do games it's supposed to escape from that at the same time, I have a lower profile too, right? You have a smaller hitbox, right? I have a smaller hitbox. Right? Oh, that's OP. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, like you know, like it, like like these people, like they use like the katana and they like parkour up, like up, like to the the second story, and then they like jump down on you and they like cut you in the face, and you just die instantly. <laughs> it looks cool though. I'm, I think I might give this a try. So what you're saying is in yeah, the future. If you want, I'll I'll play it. Uh, Maybe well, later yeah. tonight or. Uh, if you're gonna get it now, I'll play it a little bit before I go to bed. But it's, it's really really fun, and uh, I think cool. I think it's very, very enjoyable. I, I I had like a whole session where I I uh, hid in the, hid in like a tower and I off people. Was, dirty camper shoe. Dirty camper com- <laughs> uh, confirmed. It's right? at uh, thirty eight on the on the video I sent, but. <laughs> I try to shoot a guy with like an Uzi from across the room, and the spread's like way too high. And uh, it's it's kind of like onward. You have to like learn how to reload mm-hmm. every gun, but it's it's super fun. It has like a Counter Strike mode too, so it's like a four v four like a uh, like objective based thing. Looks awesome. So what this VR stuff is telling me is, in the future, uh, the jocks will also be the best at video games. It's like, no, like some some small like weak kid is like you know he's trying to play like uh, this game and he just the jock guy just like jumps through the roof and one shots him and swinging around. <laughs> That's a funny thought. Back to the back of the lunch table, guys. That's it. We're done. Rip. The one thing we we were good at. We're yeah, physical like my arms strength, are my arms are actually like pretty tired from playing it. But the thing the thing that's great about it is you don't really notice it when you're playing. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's you're in the zone. VR guys is like free exercise. It's free. It's free. It's free. It costs like a thousand dollars. Free with an no, it's, it's Free, free with an in asterisk. a sense of like effort, right? Okay. Because because you know I mean when you think about it right like when you think about exercise you're like hey you want to go to the, you want to go sit on this bike and like you know bike for like you know an hour like in place or you can play <laughs> or you can play this game right? Play some FPS. Wouldn't you rather Wouldn't you rather play this than than sit on a bike or run on a treadmill? Well, obviously right, I'd much on. rather do that. Exactly. Again, yeah, so it's, it's free. Again, it's, it's we need free the, we need the we need the the vibe with the wireless. The wireless is important. I hate when the shit oh, gets wrapped around me. I don't know if you guys heard about yeah, this. Yeah, it's coming. I know. But it's coming. I know. And, I they're, and they're getting that resolution you want, Omer. <laughs> Good shit. It's time to sell. <laughs> time to sell. Good stuff. Well, I have been playing the big game this week. I've been playing the biggest MMORPG launch of 2017. And that is, of course, vanilla World of Warcraft. And you mean, I, you mean Q Simulator? I well, not for me because I know how to jip the system, but because uh, I'm an wow. I'm a I'm a pro at, at WoW, you know. Wow, you're but so I, good at WoW. <laughs> I gotta say, I haven't been 
I haven't been addicted to this game where I could be medically defined as addicted since probably uh, the release of Final Fantasy XIV, which is probably about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like a compulsion to play, like a like a crack addict who has to go buy from Tito on Fourth Street. But it's I don't know if it's just nostalgia, and I'm going to put this out there because I'm sure someone will say it. The 20,000 people or 15,000, because it's hard to tell with the DDoSing, mm-hmm. don't queue up to play a game and sit in queue all day purely off of nostalgia. And if they do, then nostalgia is the most addictive mental property that exists. <laughs> I, I can't, it's just, the number of people who turned out to play was incredible. Uh, there were 20,000 person queues <laughs> to get in the server. Uh, there has, the authenticator server has been constantly breaking. Yeah, people have sat around all day since Saturday when it released trying to play. And uh, to put it out there, I would say that if you've never played Vanilla WoW, you probably won't like it. This is, it's compared to the games we've been playing, newer mm-hmm. MMORPGs, uh, the pace is so slow. And I think that's what I love about it. It's this, this slow pace where everything takes forever, but that makes you appreciate everything that you're doing that much more. Every plus three intellect amulet is so valuable. But I'm loving it. Uh, I'm going to keep a journal on the site. The second part's coming out soon. Try and figure out what it is about Vanilla WoW that's so special. Um, yeah, I can't stop playing. It's ridiculous. Wow. You're yep. right. It's not just nostalgia. It's what that it's is... free. Yeah, no. that helps. No, because I pay for games. I, I think you're understating how much it's free factors in to everyone I, I will tell you decision. this right now nobody's playing this I, I think every single person I've talked to played vanilla back in the day so yeah, no I, I don't think the free, I don't want this them. to turn into a free none debate over whether or not to pay it today no, hold on Matt, Matt. they wouldn't pay it if they could play a different vanilla wow server for free let's say this was the only vanilla wow server and it cost money I think then that's then they would pay I right? really doubt it Okay, well, that's not where the conversation was going, and I really don't want to take it there because it's just going to be a circle jerk. But uh, <laughs> been having a lot of fun. Uh, if you played, I would wait a week or so, or maybe even a month before you try and get in. Though the queues seem to be fixed now, mm-hmm. uh, people who AFK are getting kicked. But yeah, and I'm going to keep playing. You know what's crazy about uh, Vanilla Well? When I hmm. first played it in open beta, my big complaint—I didn't love it at first. My big complaint was this game is too casual. <laughs> really? Yes, because I was right. coming from games like you know Star Wars Galaxies, mm-hmm. EverQuest, Ultima Online, da- Dark Age of Camelot. That was one of my four big MMOs before. So this was like, like what's go- I died, nothing happened. I'm a ghost. I just run back in two seconds. Nothing happened. You know, like, I, I I didn't feel like I was there's any point to dying. I, and mm-hmm. actually, it actually felt fast to me. And so when Gumble told me how slow it is, um, I you know, I had to think back to my experience playing Vanilla WoW, and I remember my goal when I played it was one level a day in the mid 40s and up. So yep. faster before that, but from forty to sixty, my goal was one a day, and I'd play after you know after school. I don't remember exactly how long it took me, but it was hours, and not not minutes. Mm. Or, uh, <laughs> and that was a good pace. I didn't think that was a problem, but obviously today I'm used to leveling every five minutes. So maybe if I go back now, it'll feel slow. Our perception of time has changed. Okay, we're so used to playing all these games where you level like five times every like hour that anything <laughs> beyond that just feels like too slow. Only because we, we we lost track of like of the leveling speeds in games now. I think we also underplay another element, and that's that uh, WoW is ridiculously popular, and there were yeah, a lot of people that... Wait, wait. There are a lot of people that played Vanilla. It's a Blizzard game. It came out at the right time, and it's been years of people saying, we need an official Vanilla server, and Vanilla is great, 
And I think just the fact that there have been people saying all these years, we need a vanilla server, vanilla is great, and it's been this major thing that's been on major networks. Um, I, I think just seeing that kind of built up the hype, even not just for people that have played it, but for people that haven't played it in the past. And I think that Nostalrius hitting that perfect mark of like almost retail and just getting the recognition for that alone kind of drew in all those people that have had it in their minds that vanilla was like the greatest thing ever. And um, the people that are wondering why they think it's the greatest thing ever. I, I think we're underplaying just like how much people have talked about this over the years and how much it's been building up in people's heads. And I think that's where the devotion to this comes from. So you think it's a uh, sizzle and no steak? Yeah, basically. I will bet you anything, Matt, in like two weeks, three weeks, people will still be playing this in mass. Maybe and they probably play, play, play. will. Yeah, they probably will. I'm not saying they won't. They mean, there's a steak saying... too there. It's sizzle and steak. When, then. when when does the sizzle phase out and we see whether the steak is still there or if it's charred to death? Like one month, two months, three months, one year? Like what, at what when point? Nostalrius shut down, the numbers I have, and I know I can't I can't verify them right now. I could try, but the numbers I have were there were eight thousand people in the PvP server and three thousand on the PvP server. <laughs> You're talking 11,000 total. 11,000 total puts you top 40 on Steam. It's no joke. I mean, and that's, Nostarius had been out for, I'd want to say, I actually don't know how long, but I think it was more than a year at least. And yeah, I, mean, I might have missed it when I was gone, but um, wasn't Blizzard like doing something with that? Or, I mean, did they talk to them or something? And I guess they just said fuck Nothing it. Nothing came out of that, yeah. Nothing came out of it, yeah. So I guess they had a talk, and then Blizzard was like, no, and then they're like, well, fuck you then, and then... Yeah, that's the gist of it. <laughs> that's my guess, like how it went down. <laughs> so right now, in Australia, it's under three servers. They have a population of, what, 7, 11, 22,000? So where would that uh, put them on Steam? I'd say about 16,000 right mm -hmm. now. I, yeah, I think, I thought it was 20, but I think the DDoS was screwing up the number. As of right now, there's about 14,500 in Discord. And uh, there's 11,500 in the on the server. Hmm. And I think the queue is around 4,000, so it's about 15, 16,000. Uh, I'm, I'm counting the other servers, too, because, you know, on Steam, oh, yeah, it counts right. multiple servers. So um, I'm seeing right now on their live site, uh, 22,000. So where would that put them on Steam? I think number high up 34, there. 35, maybe a little higher, maybe 25. I think higher than that. I'm looking at it right now. But I think I think there is – they did benefit a lot from the, the hype that Matt was talking about where every – publication talked about vanilla servers but i do think there are people that just really want to play vanilla wow and i think a lot of people who are kind of interested in the hype i don't know if those those players who are just passerby curious people really want to wait through a 5,000 person queue like they'll get to a point where they download the game install it 5,000 person queue fuck it i'm not playing it the people that stick around are the people that actually do want to play the game i think i want to point out too that uh, this is like my last point about it. Mm -hmm. The day it launched and since then, people have had to either line up to complete quests where you collect items because there's so many people, or they've had to uh, give up on the quest, or they just it's a mad scramble to pick up items, like uh, unique items. Um, so I think that anybody who has a casual interest isn't going to fucking stick around in a line and wait for something to respawn. I mean, I've wait, I waited two hours for a collectible mm -hmm. quest, and then I just gave up. Wow. You know, th there's there's something to be said that I'm not the only one. And now I don't do collection quests at all. But what? Uh, um, how many people in the queue? Would you say? I don't know because I've been skipping it. But I think it's between two and four. I'm not sure right, all right now. So this game is, I would say, is about number fifteen on Steam. If it were on Steam. 
That's incredible. That is I mean, really and incredible. MMORPGs too. It's it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the, one of the most popular MMORPGs on Steam. You know, if we're looking purely MMORPG, and we're not counting just the stuff we call MMOs, uh, Warframe has some MMORPG elements. It's number eleven. It's like twenty-seven thousand. So after Warframe, I think it would be that. It'd be number two. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you want to count Warframe as an MMORPG, if not, it's number one. It'd be the number one MMORPG on Steam if it was on Steam. That's insane. But yeah, yeah biggest game of the year, baby. Biggest MMORPG of the year. Biggest MMORPG last of the yeah, year so far. But it could still be, you know, uprooted. All right, predictions. Will anything? Will any MMORPG release? beat this this year i say no uh it's possible i think it is I think possible when launches it could be huge uh, at least initially you know it could get concurrent players that are well above that <laughs> I think, at least in the launch week because we've seen that the hype on that game in closed beta when it was not even in english you know we'll it, say, was, yeah. it was massive i mean you also have to keep in mind that black desert pulled in something like a hundred thousand concurrent players a day they said it in a press release yeah that's insane all right, so if we'll we have a game that. like like you know mm-hmm. Black Desert, if Bless ever comes around, like those Bless games, like Aria, guys, you guys are giving Aria a lot of a lot of a lot of hope. Uh, Matt did say a uh, BDO had about a hundred thousand concurrent on launch uh, week, so that's pretty incredible. Launch month, launch month. Yeah, Actually, maybe yeah, BDO was bigger, months. but that was last year. That ain't, that ain't this. Yeah, year. yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. We might no, get another. I'm saying week. the fact that BDO did launch with those numbers mm-hmm. makes it possible to happen this year. Yeah. No, I certainly think it's possible. Uh, it was just like a you know a guess a prediction on my end that it would that it would not yeah. I think it would beat it. It's it's a good guess you know it could go either way, but it's right, just we'll remarkable see. that old game has that that kind of cachet. Speaking of uh, not old games, you know this is not quite old. Want to talk about a game that went free to play this last week? Uh, one which I will claim a victory lap for. We have Atlas Reactor. Remember that game? Yeah. It's going back to free to play. This game has an identity crisis, all right? Literally a crisis. It was at first free to play, and then they, 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 they're they like, wait a minute, we gotta make some moolah. So they went buy to play. And now they're like, holy shit, we're buy to play. Why would we just go free to play after we've got all that money already? You know, they, they got that the buy to play money, now they're going back to free to play, which is pretty funny. Wait, really, are they I'm, giving I'm, refunds or something? Like? No, 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 no. Uh, shit, they had about those refunds, all right? <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up, dude. No, no, they'll, they'll give people something, you know? Because, like, if you bought the game, you get access to all the heroes, right? You still have access to all those heroes if you paid for it. It just, now as a free-to-play game, you have to unlock those heroes with in-game currency. Whereas before, you, you, you couldn't. You know, you were super limited what you can do in the free trial. So you still get something for paying for it, but obviously it's still kind of weird, you know? And as long as you give people something, people aren't really going to complain. But it's just funny that they started free-to-play, went by-to-play, and they went back to free-to-play. That model, though, I think is the best business decision because you milk everyone that will pay for it, and then you get all the free-to-play users as well. It's like the smartest way to make money, but it's still kind of <laughs> kind of kind of scummy, I think. I just think it's funny that they said they were listening to their players when they went by to play at the beginning of last year, and now they're saying they're listening to their players by going through the play. <laughs> yeah, so players apparently, always know. <laughs> apparently, what they've got is they've got one heckler that's just sitting in the back, telling them to do the exact opposite of everything they do, and they just happen to listen to him twice. <laughs> He's about to be right on the second time, all right? This game needed to be free to play because I played it. I was like, "Oh, it's a nice gimmick, you know. I'll play it once in a while." But it's not—it's not something I'd pay for. I think Shu, me, and a few other people tried to play it when it was uh, there was a free trial, and like, we couldn't because like it was so restrictive that we just gave up right away. You know, like, mm. we wanted to play it, but we couldn't because it was buy to play. It was buy to play with a free trial, and the free trial was kind of lame. But uh, now that it's free to play, it's a game I could, I could see myself going back to just you know play a couple rounds, and I'm, I'm glad they did go free to play though. 
Because it's actually a really fun game. I mean, I say if you haven't played it, give it a try. Here, here. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It's different, you know? It's a little different. On January 17th, by the way, it'll be officially free to play. And I feel like the people that were, that wanted to be buy to play, I get like they wanted all the heroes, right? And they feel like if you're hardcore into the game, you might think like, okay, we need all the heroes available, right? And that's that, it's a big part of the game having all the heroes available. But the kind of game it was, I don't think it's got the massive, massive appeal to survive as a buy to play game. Like a game, like if if you're Overwatch, you can charge money because everyone's you're Blizzard. You got you have so much marketing, so you know so much time to make a polished product. Here, you need the player base. You know these games live and die by player bases. If your player base is so small, you, you have a, such a big problem because matchmaking is never matchmaking is not built on small player bases. You need a massive player base to support balanced matchmaking. And then if you have poor matchmaking, even your casual and unranked games will be just not fun for new players. Imagine buying this game and the player base is so small that when you jump into a queue, you just get dunked because you have no idea what's going on. Or you play the tutorial, but you're still going to get dunked because you're playing against veterans. But if you have a, a, a constant queue of people playing uh, trying the game for free, You'll have, more, you'll have a better time. Everyone will have a better time. That's why these games have to be free. Here, here. Here, here. Oh, uh, speaking of a game that will not be free, uh, uh -oh. this week, Landmark. Uh, it was finally oh, announced God. that Landmark... Oh, that's still a thing? Yes, it was supposed to be EverQuest Landmark, and then just Landmark, and now Daybreak has announced that they will be shutting it down. Uh, it never really oh. it was. It was never really big on Steam. I know there was like less than a dozen people playing it at any given time. But what I found surprising was the tone of the language um, the Daybreak announcement used. I know uh, Turbine got some shit uh, a few weeks ago for saying they will not be releasing the code for Asheron's Call. Mm -hmm. So uh, Daybreak wanted to nip right in the bud any hope that this game would survive. Uh, FAQ section said, "What happens to all the code data from Landmark? Can someone open an emulator server for Landmark?" Daybreak Game Company will retain all code, uh, will not license or authorize operation of Landmark Emulator or fan-operated server. So they're like, no, there's no hope. We we do not want you to play this game. <laughs> uh, and the second FAQ, they, remember, this FAQ only had like two questions. So these were the two frequently asked things. Uh, this is what they wanted to make sure you understood. There would be no refund. <laughs> so they're like, no, you can't keep playing it on a fan server. And no, you will not get your money back. That's quite the FAQ. Those are the only things that were on it. It was <laughs> those two, and then uh, contact us for more information. So those are the only two real questions in their FAQ. Did they, at least, did they at least wine you and dine you? At least? <laughs> no. No. This, this was just dry right in there, you know? No uh, <laughs> no, no announcement. Uh, this, is, this is, I mean, honestly, who didn't see this coming? The moment EverQuest Next was canceled, I think everyone knew in the back of their mind that there is no chance for Landmark to survive as a standalone title. Yeah. And Thoughts? Yeah. No, no, no chance. No chance. It was clearly a milking operation over at Daybreak. Which was a dairy operation? There. By the way, guys, I don't know if you guys know this. Daybreak is owned by Columbus Nova, which is a hedge fund slash investment fund. Uh, so oh, this is okay. this is Wall Street shitting on our dreams here, right, guys? <laughs> Wall Street is ruining our MMOs. Damn and, you, Wall Street! It gets worse. It gets worse, or it gets weirder. Uh, Columbus Nova's primary owner is a. Russian oligarch, a Ukrainian-Russian oligarch. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, until very recently, I guess in our lifetime, uh, Russia had no private property. So this guy managed to become a billionaire in the 10, 20 years of private ownership in the country. So basically, they're all they're all buddy buddy with the government, and all stealing. That's that's the only way to become a billionaire in Russia, uh, unless you invent something. Wow! Like, like yeah, 
<laughs> Unless you invent something like technology related, you 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 kind of you know you scummed your way up there. So uh, sitting in die poor. I think the song I scummed my way to the top. Die poor. <laughs> Conspiracy theory much? Yeah, so I do. I think it's upsetting not to release the source code though for the community. I mean, do they? So why don't we just speculate, or at least maybe we can inform someone who has maybe question like, why wouldn't they give? Uh, the community, the tools to run their own server to keep it going. It would benefit if they if they have no plans to use the IP further. My only guess could be that when they finally liquidate Daybreak Games and they close everything, the mm -hmm. only thing of value they will have of any value, <laughs> limited value, it will be the EverQuest license or IP. And Landmark is marginally related to EverQuest, and they don't want to taint that uh, IP. Right. Uh, then you can end up with a copyright battle. That, that's all I can think of. I don't, I don't yep. really know. Maybe it could be like an accounting gimmick too, because you know the way accounting works is all the money they spent making Landmark, it's not, it's still on the balance sheet. Like you'll subtract the cash and you add your uh, credits on the balance sheet to like uh, game technologies, right? Is is what you put in there? And obviously now they cancel the game, they got they got to deduct that balance of the game technology because it's not as valuable as they thought it was before. But the moment they give it away for free, they have to deduct it to zero, right? It shows a loss that they give it away because they know it's literally worth nothing then, right? <laughs> but by by canceling it, they can pretend like it's still worth something. So it could be like a it could be an accounting gimmick too. Is one of the reasons a lot of these companies don't give away hmm. the code right away. Have you guys ever actually seen AAA company give away their game though? No. I mean, you, you guys say this like you're surprised that this happened. No. Yeah, I mean, it was just this, a conversation. Look at this beautiful mug, guys. This 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 guy looks like he could be a wizard from EverQuest. All right, this guy, <laughs> he it is looks like. like he is the billionaire in charge of, uh, well, not the charge of, but the owner uh, of Daybreak. So he single-handedly decided to ruin. This shut guy down woke up next. one He morning. woke up one day. He's like, "Fuck EverQuest." EverQuest next. Right? next that... I'm not having it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he plays any day-to-day -day role at all. <laughs> oh, I mean, somebody pointed out that did Carmack release the the Quake code? There you go. So there's precedent. Well, it's years and years and years after its shelf life. And it's not an MMO. Yeah. I mean, it... Also, a lot of companies kind of don't specifically give it away. But they don't make it a point in the announcement where they're closing the game to say, we will not authorize any you know, fan project. We're right. never going to license this. What, they, what, they, what normal said. people say is, okay, you know, do the sales or whatever, or business. We, we decided to close the servers on X date. You know, and that's, mm -hmm. thank you for playing. Uh, we sincerely hope all of you agree. You know, blah, 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 blah. They don't say well, FAQ, I'm, no money back. You can't keep playing our game. Like the, <laughs> that was. They're just like fuck you, yeah. by the way. Just say they're nothing. Like, you know, like if, if people like, want to emulate it, you know, whatever. There are plenty of companies that have straight up said you're not allowed to emulate it because people have asked. I mean, plenty. It's that's different. But in the announcement where they're closing a game, I've never seen that before. Yeah, well, you you did say that Asheron's call. They just had the whole deal with that, and they probably were influenced by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wanted to make sure, uh, you know, people. Also, um, as far as these open source things go that you guys are mentioning with Doom Three and all that, mm -hmm. it's a little different because they don't open source any of the assets. It's literally just the code. You have to buy the game in order for it to work. Well, yeah, the art assets and stuff are not the same. I mean, putting out the code is something. It's still something, and you can respect that that they did it for free. Like, didn't have to do any of this, you know? It just They just did it. Well, they don't have to. But the other thing about MMOs, if you put out the server, you can literally just redirect the client to the server. Mm -hmm. So you can get it. You can get the entire game based on your old client just by having the server. So it's different. You have to buy Doom. 
play Doom, the open source version, in the exact way that it was meant to be. You don't have to do that if they give out the server code. And even if they give out the server code to just one person, everyone can still play it. I mean, it's it's, it's very different. But Doom 3 isn't free either. I mean, it's not shutting down. It's not like the game just doesn't exist anymore. I, I think it's conceivable that if, if Doom 3, they said, you know what, we, we're never going to sell it again. It's for free. I think if they ever go, Doom 3 is free for everyone, they might just release all the art too. Like, who cares, you know? It's pos- It's conceivable. But it's different. It's very different. All I heard was you said, no, we have no precedent for a AAA company to release their source code. And I think there's precedent right here. Damn. Get lawyer. Ace That's attorney. Ace attorney in the house. Objection. <laughs> Overruled. But it has not happened for an MMO. I, I, yes. For a big MMO, it's, not, it's never happened voluntarily. Again, my only... I didn't expect them to say, well, we're shutting yeah. it down. Here's all our code. What I, I didn't expect them to say, though, is specifically, you know, so directly... No, no, don't do this. And and you're not getting your money back. Guys, can we just talk about how scummy that is for a minute? What, did um, you say, they said there's no chance of refunds? No, there's, more or less. I'll, I'll bring up the exact wording here. Uh, they said, uh, what happens to my Daybreak uh, cash I purchased? It goes, it's in your account. Use it for other games. Uh, oh. Because, okay. Right. And here's my comparison. I know we talked a few weeks ago about Hero Song by Mr. Smedley. Uh, he tried to make a game, like a 2D kind of hardcore MRPG. Uh, he raised some money, uh, but within the year, he said, you know what, it's not happening, and he shut it down. And he said, everyone gets a refund. Even Kickstarter people gave, and Indiegogo people, not Kickstarter, Indiegogo people got refunds too for uh, Hero Song. Yeah, so compare that, to compare these two tales here, a lot of people originally purchased Landmark back when it was called EverQuest Landmark. And they thought they were purchasing a, a game which would, would, would be part of the EverQuest uh, bundle, I guess, where you could you know play it and progress and make things that would eventually somehow carry over or complement your EverQuest Next experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they took that away. At, at, I mean, at that point, you should have got a, uh, a refund. Uh, instead, they kept the game kind of going in life support all year, all throughout 2016. And I think they did it just to take the money, honestly. It's kind of scummy. I think, I think people deserve refunds if they... I think anyone who... But the thing is... Could they have gotten a refund the moment they changed it? I think the moment they changed it from EverQuest, uh, from uh, EverQuest uh, uh, Landmark to just Landmark, and they dropped integration with EverQuest. Like at that point, I feel people should have gotten refunds. Yeah, but remember, also intent kind of matters in these things. Like at that time when they dumped the EverQuest name, did they were they serious? Did they actually think this game would kind of come out and stand on its own? I can't believe it. No, I, I think they I, knew I it was a money grab. It. Yeah, I think they knew it was a money grab. And they wanted to just keep selling or something. Maybe yeah. they figured like we already like we already have a product here. Like maybe after EverQuest was dumped, EverQuest Next was canceled. They got in like a meeting and they said, "Listen, we have this thing called Landmark. It's it's not going to integrate, but it, there's like it's 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 a thing. You know, it works. There's like there's something here." And the boss is like, "Okay, salvage it. You know, get as much money as you can, make a product. You know, and release it." Maybe that was their thought process. I don't think they said we're going to scam. They just said maybe we can salvage some money out of this, and it might be a decent game or product. But it's still kind of scummy. I think people should get refunds if they want it. I think. Do you think if they opened up refunds, would like what percent of people do you think would ask for refunds? Very I don't few. think like yeah. I don't think everyone rushes for refunds. Even like, a game like Hero Song, which is canceled, people are just gonna eat their loss. Most people. It's true. Yeah, like, someone in chat was saying they were actually thinking about buying it a few months ago, which kind of implies that they were kind of dangling it out there in case you know they mm-hmm. could they could trick a few people into paying money for the for the abandoned game. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, boys. Let's play a game now. What's next on the chopping block? My favorite game here at Daybreak uh, Hour. So we got H one Z. There's two H one Z ones now. No chance. H one Z one's doing well. So those it's are, insanely popular. Right. There's Planet yep. Side they've Two. They've also they've also rededicated their uh, 
mm-hmm. death to just survive. So it's not like just survive is going to get king of the kill is going to keep going. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay. I think yeah, you're right. They're also the newest games I think by them. So they're, those are pretty safe and they're popular. So Planet Side Two, DC Universe, or EverQuest One and Two. I think EverQuest is safe. I think all safe. Honestly, I think they're all safe. Really? I, I think I'll, Planet Side Two is on the chopping block next. You think so? I just completely redid a lot of pretty well. Uh, which one show? The DC DC Universe. I think it's still okay on consoles. I don't think it's it's big, on PC. It gets about like seven hundred concurrent users, which again is not awful, but it's not huge. But I think it might be doing better on consoles. Isn't it crazy though how like the originals seem to be doing like solid like, yeah. like same thing with like lineage right? All those old games have so much like nostalgia and staying power, so they got dedicated fans. <laughs> is it Ragnarok like dying though? No, I think the official service is still going. Yeah, they're still going, <coughs> and they've been going for such a long time that I think it'd be silly to bet on them shutting down anytime soon. You know, if they can go for ten years, what's another five years? You know. Hey, you want and, some? You guys want some speculation on Ragnarok, though? I just uh, saw that. B- b- first daybreak, right? First daybreak speculation. Right, show. Right, which which right. game is shutting down from daybreak? Corn Theron. <laughs> I think I think none of them will shut down uh, this okay, year. Okay, we got none. And oh, was yours Gumble? Oh, I didn't know we, it was this year. You just said shut down next. I would say Planet Side Two will will be the next game they go to shut down. Okay. At some point. Right. Oh, next. That's a different question. Uh, I don't think that Planet Side Two is going to be shutting down because they just did that whole revamp where they added the whole base construction and. Mm-hmm. Um, resource gathering craps. So and it gets like, a couple thousand players on like currently. That's pretty solid. So then, uh, do you think anything shutting down, Matt, or do you think none? I'm thinking. I, I think probably DC Universe. If anything, DC has not had a good history with MMOs. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Any? any I want to say DC just because. Um, yeah. You said it was dying on the PC, but yeah, it's going strong console. Yeah, then, then... I, I potentially strong. I don't know about the console, but I'm. I'm Potentially strong console. I, I'd say that one, then, DC Universe. Uh, yeah, I'll go with you guys on that one. I think it's DC uh, for two reasons: the declining popularity and the license renewal. Uh, you know, Planet Side Two they own, so even if it's doing shitty, they could theoretically keep it up. But with DC Universe, they gotta, you know, they gotta pay for that license, and mm. they might choose not to. So yeah, my guess is also DC Universe. I want to say there is a growing demand for console MRPGs. You guys might be surprised, but. Uh, I read, I know, I look at the YouTube comments we get on like blessed videos and stuff. So many people have asked, is this game coming to Xbox? Is it coming to PS4? People are asking for like, the, obviously, there's no chance blessing to come through the consoles like anytime soon, if ever. But people are asking for them. So I think consoles are going to do, are going to be pretty big for uh, these, some of these free to play MMOs, which is why I said no. DC might be doing well on consoles. Well, time will tell. All right, Ragnarok Hour. Let's hear it. Oh. <laughs> it's just speculation for mm-hmm. me. So, um, this uh, user, uh, what's his name? It was David Ty on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Released this uh, VR Ragnarok video. I'm sure we, we covered it before, didn't we? The, what, do you, what, do you, what do you say? It's making like a VR version of Ragnarok online. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, that. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so silly, yeah, but it's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so. I mean, if you looked at it, he, he, I mean, it was obviously put a lot of work into it. Like, he mm-hmm. really worked on the locomotion, has, like, its own locomo- locomotion. Mm-hmm. You can pull the weapons out, the swords, it even has combat. Like, the pourings, like, come up and fight you, you hit them, and uh, you can dodge the pourings and stuff. So, he actually put uh, some work into it, and, and he has, like, the whole thing from Pantera to Feon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so this guy was posting, you know, oh, I'm making this uh, Ragnarok Online uh, fan mm-hmm. game and then all of a sudden he just disappeared 
So wow. what if, like, 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 if you look, like, there was like so much hype behind mm-hmm. his videos. He made like two of them, right? And people were like, "Oh, like, like, can we see, you know, what you, what you make of it?" And mm-hmm. then it just one day, just nothing, right? So mm-hmm. what if speculation, um, gravity was like, I thought that was a good idea, and grabbed them. Possible. Well, the alternative is gravity is like that's a bad idea. Cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, that's but, a possible alternative. But, but the thing is, but the thing is, is if they say that, usually the guy will be like, "Oh, well, guys, sorry, I got cease and desisted." Or the people make that's, a big deal out of true. it. That's true. That's true. Right? He didn't unless, say anything. He just disappeared. Unless he was uh, too depressed about it, or they might have said like, "Don't talk about it." You know? Maybe. Yeah. All right, I got it. Maybe gravity murdered him. I think that's oh. the. Uh, they made a pros and cons list of the of the pros of killing this guy and a cons list. <laughs> even even on his uh, I, I just looked at his Facebook right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, we got a stalker right here. She was looking like, at the man's Facebook. Yeah, and it was just like the the last post was the 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 Ragnarok uh, version one point uh two point two on May first of last year. It's the very very last thing he posted. It was the video, and it was just gone. So uh, well, it's weird though. Wouldn't more people play Ragnarok if like this became a thing and popular? But then maybe on what? private service. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Is like it can what only, if it they can only help, I'm saying. What if Ragnarok snatched him? They were like, "Hey, this is a good <laughs> idea. Let's let's just do this." Right? I don't let's know. Make... No, it, if they think commercial. VR is a good idea, they're about to lose some money. <laughs> okay, here, here's here's what I see. I see a tech demo. Okay, and if they thought it was a good idea, I don't think they'd grab him for a tech demo like this. I think they'd just do it themselves. Like, what's the point of grabbing this guy? You, know, if you think gravity can do it themselves. Shoot, like, I mean, like, Matt, Matt, you're <laughs> overestimating gravity's capabilities. I know. They're, they're a small like, studio yeah. at this point. That's are. a good point. Gravity has no money to make a VR game, whether with or without him, you know? Yeah. I mean, so they're, using a, all the same, they're using all the same assets, though. He's using but, all the same assets. Like, like, I don't know if you know, but Ragnarok is actually in 3D, like the actual towns. Mm-hmm. Right. It's already what in- this video shows me is that uh, like a VR adaptation of like older games it could look half decent because honestly, again, he's using all the in-game assets, and like obviously, I'm not saying the game is any. Like, it will be practical or fun to play, right? But visually, it doesn't look bad, right? Like him walking around in that. Like, it's such an old game, but it doesn't look bad. The buildings look a lot better than I thought they would. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. So, 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 you know, what? What if he got snatched? What? What if? What they got him? They're like, let's, no. let's, uh, <laughs> let's see where this goes. You know, no, but, but why even? Hi- why hire this guy? Make let him do it for free. Why hire him? Because it's only a live. It only cost them money then, because nobody's got okay, VR. Okay, okay, he's probably probably also, probably, okay. fan, probably fanboy. All yeah. right, that, that, that reduces the you know cost. Okay, it, but the other thing cost. is, if they grabbed him, there's no reason for him to stop talking on Facebook about his regular life. There's literally yeah. no reason. He got Illuminati. I'm calling. Should I, I, he got Illuminati. He's he done. Got, they, he they got assassinated by. Uh... <laughs> They took him out. They, all right. The, the people in the smoke-filled rooms with cigars. All right. It was it was too good for it was too good for this world. Dude, it's crazy. Like, like his Facebook has so much stuff, and it just ends there, right? This looks cool though. I mean, it'd be fun to try again. I can't imagine how practical it is, and I kind of wish you know we could just do it. Even this is I want to walk around Frontera like that. Be pretty badass. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, dude. I'm, I'll email I think we need a new category on MMOs.com on our annual. Uh... Game of the Year awards for a studio VR? who was worst at defending their IP, and I think the, wow. the all-time record goes to Gravity with Ragnarok Online. I don't yeah. choose the only one I know who bad. paid for the uh, played on the official server. <laughs> like everyone I know, including me, played on private servers for this game. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking like ten years later. I'm talking like at the peak, pretty quickly. At the peak yeah. of this game, 
everybody played on private servers. <laughs> yeah. One of the craziest things thing I have on the shelf, I have a Ragnarok uh, for DS, Nintendo DS. You guys seen that? There was a, there's a game. There's an actual game. There's a Ragnarok game. Did they come out in English DS. or is it like a foreign one? Yeah, it's in, it's, it's in English. Oh. I, have, I know they have mobile ones. Same, I know about DS. Has the same uh, logo and everything. Yeah, but it's single player, basically, yeah. isn't it? Or like four player co op. I remember that okay, game. Let me, let me, let me see this. Yeah, it's, it's single player. Discover the addictive gameplay already loved by millions of online players worldwide. Wow. With and then brackets is private server players. <laughs> I like this one. Control all the action with just the touch screen. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would. I would love to try this one day. <laughs> Looks badass. Nostalgia hour. I'm like reading the comments for old Ragnarok videos now. Everyone's like, "Oh, my childhood." <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. What else? What else happened this week? That's fun. Oh, uh, CES happened this uh, this week, mm-hmm. which is the Consumer Electronics Show. You know, some new doodads released. Uh, there is some hope, guys, that AMD might actually make a passable processor this year. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Don't get crazy. Yeah. Not really MMO related, but it's always nice to see some progress on that front. Because if the default Dells that people buy at least have better processors, then our games will get better. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's keeping things down uh, more you than think people think. Dudes getting Dells is keeping things down. Yes. Dudes getting yes. Dude, you're getting a Dell. Like, because think about it, when WoW came out, I know Matt was talking about the hype and stuff about WoW. One of the reasons it's still popular, even the vanilla server, is system requirements. People don't have good computers, so mm. your game has to be able to run on, on what people have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, maybe our computers will be able to run uh, Aeon 2 if it's happening. Oh, aha. Because uh, along with CES, we found out that NCSoft has a top secret project that everyone found out about. I guess it's really not that secret, called Project A2. And the speculation is that that stands for Aeon 2 because it's an A and a 2. And typically, NCSoft is known for naming their projects uh, the first letter of whatever it is they're working on. Plus, you know, now we got the number. So maybe it's Aeon 2, maybe it's Lineage 3. It's just speculation. It but... can't be Lineage 3. <laughs> Come on. Well, uh, they were doing Lineage Eternal. Yeah. Well, it also it's also apparently not just like an NCSoft thing. Apparently, like, Neowiz named mm-hmm. Bless Project B or something. So everybody's like, it's a stereotypical Korean like business thing to do that to have project whatever the first letter is. So that's why everybody is like, it's Ion. But wasn't Blade and Soul Project W? And I'm not sure. Does it begin with W in Korean? No. That doesn't Pretty make sure sense. It's right? just Blade and Soul. So then yeah. why is it? Project- I don't know why it was Project W then, but uh. So yeah, so, yeah. I mean, obviously there's still speculation, but I think Aeon like. Look at the linear. Look at the title and see NCSoft titles. What is the game that's most likely to get a re- refresh right now? I think Blade of Souls is not at the end, of, close to its end of its life cycle yet. It hasn't even been out that long in, in Korea. It's been out for a while, but not that long in the West. I don't think I don't think it's up for a refresh just yet. But Aeon, I think Aeon is is, is the most likely title. Aeon, I mean, there's nothing I, else on there. I'm always surprised with how much name recognition Aeon gets, and that's only because you know I didn't play it uh, mm-hmm. when it was big and. Um... But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm going to make the prediction that if, if it is Aeon 2, there was another project that we don't know about, which is the Aeon 2 companion mobile game. Of that course. Come out <laughs> along with it. Guaranteed. Uh, that's just a given now. So uh, I guess we'll find out soonish. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. There's actually another game it could be. 
take a look. It could be auto assault too. That's two A's over there, and an A two two assaults two A's. Oh my this god! This was a game that AntiSoft published years ago, and it looks pretty awful. Oh so my god! So please don't be auto assault too, and give us Aeon two instead. <laughs> I was I was curious, what else could they have? I'm like, I was looking for uh, NCSoft titles, even though they only published if uh, it. if NCSoft announced auto assault two, that'd be like Valve announcing Ricochet too. <laughs> Yo, I'm still waiting for Ricochet too, right? Because I got it. X Steel too. Oh, still no chance. It was such a flop. I know. But we can yeah. dream. Yeah. And we still have, it could be a mobile game too that might not be, it might be like Aeon Mobile or something, you know, some other kind of game. So it's not necessarily going to be Aeon to the way we kind of envision and hope it's going to be. So it's obviously <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing is, is quite confirmed just yet, but something's happening big in NCSoft. So it could be Aeon too. We can hope. Indeed. Right, Auto Assault, the game that Ned Devil made instead of working on Jumpgate Evolution. <laughs> they came that shut that pretty quickly too, didn't it? Or, yeah. Jumpgate Evolution never came out. No, Auto Assault. Uh, I think it was like a year or two. Yeah. Rip. Hey, did you guys... looks real quality. Hmm. Did you guys hear that Hi-Rez announced another game? I hear it was an original oh, game. Wow. It's, 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 anybody. it's an extremely original idea. It's going to be the next big thing. It's called... Super unique. Super unique. Smite, super unique. It's called Smite Rivals. No, no, no. I, th I, thought, I thought it was Smite Royale is what I thought it was. Smite Royale. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> a lot of people make that mistake. It's Smite Rivals. <laughs> Royale? I see an R. I mean, maybe they misspelled Royale. Because, I mean, this is, you know... Crap. I've never seen a game like this before. It's so, so original, guys. Smite Rivals so was yeah was announced at uh, an annual convention they have called the High Res Expo. Uh, so they revealed this game. It's basically Clash Royale with an extra lane. So you got three <laughs> lanes instead of two. That's that's innovation over there, at, uh, High Res. So fifty percent innovation. All right, like they could put on the back of the the, the game page, the, the page <laughs> on the App Store. Fifty percent innovation. All right, two lanes of three. Guys, they have to have three, okay? They're reaching for the core gamer audience, right? <laughs> two is for peasants. Yeah, two, two is for casuals, all right? Mm -hmm. If you're a tryhard, you got to play on three legs. You know what I don't hardcore get? Audience. I read some of like the um, like the paid the paid media people write about this game, and I read what they wrote about the game. What's wrong with just saying I, we were inspired by the successful Clash Royale? Like, it's clearly inspired by that, and... There's nothing wrong with that. Like you know, the reason people kind of yeah. the people the reason people trash on high res sometimes for cloning games or whatever is copying games is because they don't like admit it. Like just admit it. Like, it's inspired by Clash Royale. That's it. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's okay. Yeah. They're like children in the in the lunchroom. They just can't admit they did something wrong. Not that they did something wrong. I pray that they just can't admit that they. You know, it's flattery, isn't it? What are we? Are we in the world now where you're like, oh, you're a copycat, copycat? Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> What? Actually, they call them copy cucks on YouTube. Wow, cucks became super popular recently. I like that term. You know, I couldn't oh, stop. Oh, I couldn't stop from laughing during the weekly raid when you guys kept saying beta. Like, how many betas? I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking Such about Trump beta. and Twitter the whole time. <laughs> now, the funny thing about this story, I think you mentioned it earlier. Weren't there like press other websites that kind of like tried the game out and then what they wrote about it was like pretty hilarious and cringy? I, I mean, my main takeaway from uh, like the paid press writings was the fact that no one like dared mention Clash Royale. But did somebody say like 
oh, the moment like the press event was over, I was so sad that I couldn't keep playing. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah, rivals. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> who can who can say that with a straight face? Like, listen, you can be excited for a game, right? But when you're writing. The sec- oh man, when the press event ended, I was so mad that I had to stop playing this game. Come on, it's so like, yeah, nonsensical, it's, it's you know? It's cringy, right? But you know what? Uh, I don't care, because it's paid. It's so it's obvious. At least that way they make it obvious they were paid. You right. know, like, that's like, true, that's true. They're actually helping us in a way. Uh, Wait, why- Hi, Rez. Pay us! <laughs> Where's our money? <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, again, we're gonna uh, tell everyone that your game is refreshingly unique, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> I want, I want to give a disclaimer here. I don't mind paid, you know, like uh, you know, articles, especially if they are listed as paid. So sure. with that said, here's massively op. <laughs> so yes, they have, <laughs> they have a disclaimer down here that this was, you know, a paid uh, column, right? Well, well, that's that's honest. I think that yes. that's good. But, hey, I can respect that. Too. But here's the funny line that, that Omar likes so much. Okay. I am honestly sad that once this expo is over, I will lose access to playing this game. Who oh, they, says they put that? that in there as a jab. Come on, yeah, that, that yeah. was—I think that was a self. That was a self. Uh, <laughs> no, that's so cringe when they say stuff like that. You don't think that was put in there from as part? Uh, the writer put that in there to like make it obvious that. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm giving. The the, I, think, I think I think they're sm they were this smart enough to do that for thinking. fun. I think they. I, I think you guys no, are overthinking. I think it's no, that's not, it's not that deep. <laughs> I believe in in mop. I think that they did that. Oh, praise the game, I get it. Say it was a lot of fun, but what you're saying, I'm so sad I can't play this game after the expo was over. By the way, I was paid at the bottom of the thing. Like, if you want to have a paid article, you got to mix like some honesty with the, with the positivity, all right? It's got to feel genuine. Even if it's paid, it can still feel genuine, you know? And you lose any sense of honesty and being genuine in those cases. But again, I respect Massively OP a lot for you know, putting the disclaimer at the bottom. I mean, there's nothing inherently wrong with that form of paid advertising when it's disclosed. Mm -hmm. Wait, back to the game. Back to the game. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it's a fun game, by the way. I think Clash Royale is uh, sure. the best mobile game currently available uh, in terms of player skill and you know actual fun. Like it matches a short. It's a good game. Yeah. Well, I thought it was play. I thought it was uh, pay to win. Yeah, wait, it's 100 percent pay to win. But I, but <coughs> Clash Royale is a game that taught me that you can get away with pay to win 100. percent it taught me you can get away with it as, if, if the, as long as it doesn't get too insane where the numbers are too different. Because you, you can mean, overcome. Clash of Clans didn't teach you that before it? Game of what? War didn't teach you that? No, but, but no, here's the thing. I can't play I've tried playing the, those strategy games, right? I've tried. And I can't because they're pay to win, right? It's, it's too – you cannot overcome the pay to win advantage. You can overcome the pay to win advantage in Clash Royale. So wait. Oh, so that's how this comes back to us. That's why I come, in my personal – I said it, it, you can get away with it for the core gamer. Uh, I know. I have a quick question. How many cards are your deck in Clash Royale? I don't remember. Is it eight? Not eight. I think it's eight. Okay, it's exactly eight in Cla in in uh, Smite Rivals as well. I mean, they could have at least made it like ten or like like or four, but I don't know. It just seems like they didn't want to take any chances. Like this you know game is making money. Let's just copy this. <laughs> I think it's funny that Hi-Rez is really pushing Smite as a franchise. They really mm -hmm. want to make it this their everything game. They're gonna change the Paladins to. I don't know, smite it is, or paladin smite. Um, you know, everything they got a card because, I, and I didn't say it, but I should have. They have a card game coming out as well called Smite Tactics. Mm -hmm. So you got Smite Royale, you got Smite Tactics, and then you got Smite. I think um, it's smart. I think it's a yeah. smart. Game. Yeah, no, I think it's smart. Yeah. I think smart because they're building their 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 brand. They're building the IP. You know, they're they're trying to make they're trying to uh, link their games together. I mean, it's similar in the way that like. You know, World of Warcraft and like Warcraft are, are kind of linked together, trying to build on like 
already established characters to make people feel um, attached to them, I guess, you know? Mm. You can, like, play a character, you know, you, you play a character in Smite, you, and say, say you're a really hardcore Smite fan, you really like the characters, you're like, oh, man, like, I wish there was comics of this, and like, mm -hmm. oh, look, Smite Rivals, I can play, like, you know, my, my <laughs> waifu in this game, you know? <laughs> it's like... All right, I'm going to show a Clash Royale video now, and we can see if we can spot some differences, all right? <laughs> I do want to say I'm optimistic, okay? Because I think yeah, yeah. Clash, I think Clash Royale is is a fun game, even though it has a, pay, a blatantly paid a winner. I think it's a, I think it's a genuinely fun game. It's actually one of the most like fun, simple mobile games you can play. I think it's really well designed, right? And seeing a company like Hi Res make a a Clash Royale clone, I'm going to call it a Clash Royale clone, right? Uh, and they have experience with uh, I guess more of a core gamer market. I think their take on it will be more fun for me. Like it'll be, it'll be more tailored towards what I like in games. Sure. Even if they have like some extra some pay to win stuff too, I think they'll be a little better with it. <laughs> I, I, I think, think we should emphasize oh go ahead, Pat, because Oh, I just I think I was gonna go back, but you guys like way detoured since then. Oh, mm -hmm. uh all right. Well guys let's not forget that extra lane, you know, could add a whole new level of gameplay here. So <laughs> that's uh, what <laughs> the play. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> The lanes in uh, Clash Royale didn't feel like they particularly added a whole lot either. Can we point out too? Uh, Maple Story has a game that's kind of like Clash Royale, or they announced it, didn't they? Um, Maple Blitz X. Maple Blitz X. Did that release? Or no. In Korea? No. no, not at all. That sounds vaguely erotic. All. Maple Blitz X. It really does. <laughs> well, I see how the Altai's think. There you go. It's a uh, very horny mushroom esque, right? I like the graphics in Maple Blitz X. Looks yeah, good. they're fun. And uh. Someone mentioned something about Smite kind of trying to be a franchise, and uh, that kind of uh, goes well with this next piece of news here. Not news, but uh, another game they're working on, another mobile game they're working on, Smite Tactics. Erhan, you do this. Erhan, you do I this thing like, where you ignore I, Gumby you all ignore the time. Me. I said this. <laughs> the funny right, thing so is, this so happens even purposeful? on the stream. That this happens on the stream all the time. Like, all the time. Oh it's, it's like I speak at a certain <laughs> frequency, and Erhan constantly turns it off. Erhan has this thing, it's like, Gumby is being this pretentious. Let's ignore him. <laughs> I, I oh just tune God. him out, you know? He's, he's, he's... It's like old people can't hear certain, like, frequencies. Like, it's exactly that. You know, when yeah, antimatter so, uh, and matter come together, you know? So we're like, we're like opposites. Yeah, yeah. We cancel sure, each sure. other out, so. Well, I'm moving definitely matter. Moving on to other weird mobile news. You guys screwed up that transition, uh... <laughs> I just want to throw it out there that Terminator 2 is getting a game. Terminator 2. That's not weird. Genesis, not Terminator 3. Terminator 2. And it's going to be an open world third person shooter with real time multiplayer and some what other shit. Hell? And on top of that, it's going to be an open world third person shooter with real time multiplayer on mobile. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, don't understand. It's for China, though, but I think, you know, it could, it could still come out in the West. I just. Uh... But why? I I know I, Terminator 2 is so old. I mean, it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but why isn't just, it Terminator Genesis? I don't I, I don't know either. I don't get it. You, you get to play as someone that looks like Arnold. Is that good enough? <laughs> so is this I like, like official Arnold. and licensed, or is this just kind of they're doing it? This is official. Wow. It's my Nendi, so it's gonna be official. Like, why is there smaller playing? developers? Oh. I, just, I I I don't understand. And the official trailer is just clips of the movie. Like, that's that's when you know it's a good sign. All right, there's going to be a close beta soon, but until then, we have no idea what it is, really. 
how much do you think uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets paid for these like mobile uh, like game like it, like being in these games because Machine Zone paid him. Hmm? Arnold's price tag ain't cheap. I, I imagine fractions because, yeah. of a cent per person playing. Yeah, but but that number adds up so quickly because some people end up playing. It's I nuts because he how much money did he made on uh this game and like, Mobile Strike is the one that he's always in the ads for, right? I mean, in you, fact, you do realize yeah, California's uh, budget deficit is covered by the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that's actually, that was actually a, a law that was passed while he was governor, so. <laughs> that's nuts. Another thing that I think is weird about this, they, it's it looks like Mad Max, if you look at all the imagery. Mm-hmm. Like, they have these, like, cars with, like, spikes on the front of them, and apparently vehicles are going to be a big part of it. And I'm just sitting there looking at this, like, how is this Terminator? Like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. To, I, I couldn't find any data, so it's hard to put a number. But I think did it. What, who was the girl in Terminator? The actor, actress that's well known. She was she was sponsored to be the the the, the girl um, for Plarium for Stormcall. You're talking about in the new Terminator Genesis. Uh, in any of them, what's her name? That everyone no, thinks is really hot. No, in the new Terminator. The Not new Terminator. one is Amelia Clark. Transformers. Transformers. I'm retarded. My what? Bad. I don't know why. What are you saying? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I brain farted. I meant, I meant Transformers. They both start with a T. Okay. So are you oh, there you go. They both start with a T. That's correct. Are you talking about Megan Fox or the Megan Australian? Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah, I agree. But anyway. Uh, she was paid. I'm curious how much she was paid to be in the, the ad for Stormfall. Millions. But I can't find the number. Rip. Right, yeah. I was just curious how much. I, I think Arnold made probably like fifty million plus just on the, the the Machine Zone game. Good for him. I like Arnold. I think I've seen every Arnold movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. I went on a binge in college. Just watched Arnold movies. I like the Arnold. I, I, I admire Arnold. <laughs> he needs to do an autobiographical documentary of his time as the governor. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm actually I'm curious to know what Arnold was like. You know, personally, his personal life as governor. I don't know. Because of the wine and cheese parties all day, or what? I mean, I think that was around <laughs> the time he was banging his maid, so... Oh, so there we go. I can't... I, I tried to look up how much he got paid, and I can't find it. Yeah, I, I'll do some research, maybe for next week. I'll try to find <laughs> you guys some numbers, because I, I am genuinely curious how much they pay these, uh... the faces of these companies. Apparently it makes $1 million a day. That's insane. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. we can continue talking We're about the, business, the governor uh, and the post game. Uh, so if you're watching on Twitch, do stick around. Uh, if you're oh. on YouTube, fare thee well. One more note. Postscript, go. All right, so I know a lot of people have been interested in it. So uh, Icarus M, it looks like it's going to be published globally. Mm-hmm. Um, Netmarble got global rights. We don't know when. They just have the global rights, so it'll probably be published in English at some point. Yeah, I'm glad to see you know some of these more mobile games coming to the West. And it's going to happen with Netmarble because Netmarble is big in, in the West. So how long before we do a miserable mobile Mondays where we we are we oh, all God. we all miserably play mobile games together? <laughs> you no, can listen. have fun with that. I'm good. <laughs> no, listen. I think I'm going to stream yeah. it. I am getting more optimistic on mobile gaming. All right, sure. and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And it's not because of like these these big budget games. All right. Well, I, I do like uh, Clash Royale, but beyond that, I actually did a video for a pretty indie mobile game just like uh, yesterday. The video will probably be up tomorrow. 
But uh, let, me, let me show you the the gameplay right now. A little sneak peek, just what it looks like. Wow. Actually, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just find the video online rather than my own. But um, it's called Recoil Online, and here's a guide on how to like grind in the game. But I just want to show you the what it looks like. And this was made by literally two people. All right, this is a mobile MMORPG on on Android made by two people. So I think if you want to make a game, you can still do it with a small team. You know, just you and a friend. You can still make a game. You just have to keep your scope like pretty simple. You know, you, you don't try to do anything ridiculous, and you can actually make something really fun. I mean, I find these graphics like super charming. Like, I have no doubt. I do. I have no doubt. Mobile's gonna win me over. Uh, it's just a matter of time. I had fun in this game, even though it was like hella basic. It was so basic, but it was, it was still an MMORPG. It had the really cool like, uh, Legend of Zelda look to it from the SNES games, and the combat just worked. He's he's one shotting everything because he's too high level. He's just a guide or something. But you know, you it's, mean he paid? No, no, he probably grinded <laughs> earlier. But look at those pots. Aren't they totally like ripoffs of Legend of Zelda from SNES? Just the aiming kind of looks like Tibia, like the and uh, Nexus, the original Nexus TK, like the little square aiming. Mm -hmm. But if you make a game like this, right? Like, what? Why aren't more indie companies like, listen, you want to make a game? It's gonna be this. You know, we know how to get there. It's gonna be simple. We have these features. This. But everyone's like trying to sell like the next big thing and promise unbelievable number of features that like it just ends up never happening like this can be done you know anyone who this this is doable let's focus more on doable than like trying to sell the pie in the sky pie in the sky raises money from kickstarter <laughs> i get that moolah all right well if you're excited about uh i'm not a fan of the name here rukoy online uh do check yeah, out i'm not a fan of the name either tomorrow. makes no sense what is it it doesn't like sound a... good either. It just yeah. sounds dis it sounds kind of disgusting. Doesn't sounds it? Nasty. it does. Yeah, it sounds nasty. Impulsive. It sounds like a pie that you use leftovers to make or like what's stale? Like a rukoi pie? No? Well, let's end it there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, that is it. Oh, I was thinking of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was. Oh, I thought we were already in the post game. Nope. That's it, guys. Oh. All, right. All right. See you guys. Peace. Later, guys. Peace. For